everyone, welcome to another PNY Pro podcast. We have an exciting one for you today. Um, I am your host, Derek Ellis. And I'm Jerome. And we have a special guest, Cy Cody White. He is our producer here at PNY Technologies. And we're going to dive into, you know, virtual production, workflows, and pretty much all the stuff that he's involved. Um, we're the core group here, us three, in terms of all the videos, virtual events, partner spotlights, everything you see from a marketing standpoint, um, Mainly us three are the, mm -hmm. the visual point, the content creation, yeah. the videos, the images. Um, but Cy, he just takes it to another level. Yeah. Um, so virtual production and all that good stuff. So Cy, I mean, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And then if anything, just I guess we'll start off with kind of what, what got you into content creation and just, you know, what, what gets you excited about it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my background, I went to school in uh, broadcast journalism. And just because, you know, I'm coming from Maine, there's not a lot of great film schools or creative schools up there. Mm. <clears throat> so my first, uh, you know, five years working in the industry was in broadcast news down in uh, New York City. Nice. And I kind of got sick of that and then really wanted to get more into creative, like marketing and stuff like that. I went to Rockstar Games, uh, VaynerMedia, and then, you know, ended up here in PNY. I love it. Nice. That's really yeah. dope. So yeah. why did you go directly into, like, uh, I guess, newscasting? What was your role mm. on that end of things? Was it just, like, behind the scenes, in front a little bit? Yeah, or? I was a videographer, uh, nice. mostly. Uh, I also was a military videographer in the Air Force. Uh, and so I kind of got for your service, sir. Yes. Appreciate it. <laughs> as far as, like, you know, why I went into broadcast is because... It was the first job that, you know, I was able to get. You know? <laughs> right. yeah. And I kind of stayed because it, it is exciting and you're kind of on the on the ground seeing all that stuff. But yeah. I was I was like focused more on post-production. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's where I think a lot of the magic is made, especially. I yeah. feel that. After Effects, editing, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, have, and I, yeah you're sorry, able to like change things and fix things. And, you know, when you're working in production, like on set filming, you mm -hmm. want to get it right. You know. Yeah, you have to. It's no. like, because I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about. Because on my end of things, um, I went to school for like television, digital media, mm -hmm. and it was very much focused on like the pre production, where it's like, okay, get this right before it goes to post production. Mm -hmm. So that way they don't have as much work to do. But yeah, I 100% know what you mean. Yeah, I mean, anyone who's worked on set knows that terrible saying people say like oh we'll fix it in post yeah like, exactly <laughs> the curse words it's easy yeah, yeah. oh you can just remove that real quick and render it out and <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah it's easy come on yeah. so those people are usually ones who aren't editors because they're going be pulling his hair out yes exactly. <laughs> we've been on that road many times so we all we all feel that um and kind of going into that then from broadcasting here i know we talked mm -hmm. about it jerome and i on like the first episode where we went into um, our webinars, what used to be webinars. Mm -hmm. And kind of since I joined the team, I know that's like one thing we all headed up was like, how do we take these webinars that are an hour long, a PowerPoint presentation, mm -hmm. going through slides, reading specs and all that, which are important, but how do we take this to the next level? Mm -hmm. And that's where like we put our brains together and hey, Cy, what do you think about a green screen? And right. it's like, let's do it. Let's yeah. do you know, it, let's yeah. get this kit, let's get these mm -hmm. lights. And then mm -hmm. we got the kit and lights and then boom you know, with the virtual events um, mm -hmm. that came to life. And if you haven't seen one already, um, definitely check it out on the PMY Pro YouTube channel. Um, we, we use these events to team up with our partners, talk mm -hmm. about their offerings, solutions, and mm -hmm. our partnership, you know, PMY and the partners and all that. So I guess transitioning from broadcasting, we got into green screen. Like, how was that editing in the background? Because, again, I know you, like I said, everything happens in the background. Mm -hmm. With green screen, do you feel that we definitely get more... Um, Bang for our buck. Yeah, bang for yeah. a buck and yeah. like more options mm -hmm. when it comes to, you know, 
environments that we're all in versus like us being in this just this this room. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when I first started here, we were you know filming a lot of things in here, but the green screen was a a game changer for us. All right. I mean, people are amazed, especially here at PNY. They, they think when they see the virtual studio, they you know might think it's real or something big, and yeah. they come in and it's you know it's we're just making you know movie magic on a green screen, so. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty funny. We had the Earth. interns in today yeah. too, and they're like, "Yeah, this is it." I'm like, "Yeah, this is it." <laughs> yeah, you see the end product, but we see green and lights and cameras and exactly. everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people think you need, you know, huge sound studios and sound stages and stuff, but especially with the way technology is and mm -hmm. you know, DSLRs, all this stuff, like you can make something big without having a lot. You know, right. I think that's that's what we were accomplishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, and I think also, too, like going into that, we were like, that was another thing I kind of gave side was like, oh, all right, all right we want to take this to the next level, but, you know, we want to start off small. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have big corporations out there that do these huge LED volumes, which are really, mm -hmm. really expensive, but mm -hmm. okay, you know, hey, we're on B&H Photo, and we see this, you know, kit, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. lights, and uh, green right. screen, and this wasn't a full-on green screen. It was maybe, what, six feet wide? Yeah, And we are doing started. our shots when we first started. Mm -hmm. And that was only, like, a few hundred dollars or so. And then I think that was a big point for us, too, is you don't need to go and uh, spend a ton of money to get into virtual yeah. production. That's mm -hmm. what's great about it. You know, again, yeah, we had the product solution of NVIDIA GPUs, professional GPUs that – Will help with rendering and all that good stuff, but to get started, yeah, you don't need to really go too crazy yeah. on you know expenses. You can get a nice green screen lighting, and then really like you do, like you just keyframe and put it in whatever environment you want. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The level of accessibility is so so low now to where kind of everyone can kind of get into it, but it's still very complex. You mm -hmm. know, like things that we always say is like, oh yeah, one a one minute video doesn't just take one minute. There's a lot of processes that go behind it. So. Yeah all across the board, like, what is the most time-consuming or hardest part of even what you do? Mm. I mean, it's always the render, um, you know, getting responsive time. Sometimes, like, you'll you'll be working on something, and then you think it's right, and then you have to render it out for two hours, and then after you see the final product, you're like, oh, yeah. one thing, <laughs> like, needs to be fixed, and then, like, the whole thing. I the register or mark or after P&Y or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that kind of thing. But I mean, yeah, it would also be a good idea for a video in the future, like talking about our equipment list or like how we set that up for people, you know, because mm, you know, there's a lot of people out there who are looking for that kind of stuff. But I mean, yeah, it's always, it's always render time, especially in After Effects. But, you know, now that we're getting more into the virtual production and kind of transitioning more towards Unreal, I think that render time will be a lot better, like. My first renders were minutes, so yeah, mm -hmm. it's gonna save us a lot of time in post production. Yeah, definitely. So, actually, what are also some of the things that you're looking forward to in Unreal? Like, I know you've been slowly but surely working on it, and I know you've taken the course. Um, like, what's one of the things that kind of even blew your mind? Is like I didn't realize that we could kind of go there with Unreal. Mm -hmm. I mean, just the possibilities of it in general. Like, everything is kind of going towards virtual production in the first place yeah. back to you know when we first did that virtual event with with view yeah just seeing how they're set up and what they're doing and i mean that's really where it's going especially yeah. with you know technology and stuff yeah and the cool thing about that too is that virtual production is especially like these big budget movies and films mm. it used to be back in the day like hey i had to fly this whole crew like say if it's somewhere in italy we need a shot in italy mm. you're flying a whole crew gear and that's expensive exactly. to where now it's like you know, again, like our partner and like we worked with View and Puget, I'm sorry, Puget Systems, 
you know, they have this massive LED volume wall to where now you could say like, I want to be walking in Italy or I want to be somewhere and it's all done in one location. So your actors, film crew and all that is just in one location. You don't have to worry about travel and expenses mm. and all that, yeah. um, which is which is a game changer for sure. Right. And I'm excited we're like going into that realm of Unreal Engine because mm. like, yeah. like uh, Jerome just mentioned, Cy just got out of like an eight week course because again, we mentioned on the first podcast is like, we're always thinking future and forward and, you know, how can we take our content to the next level, mm-hmm. which, you know, I always use the webinar as the example because it was just kind of like someone talking over slides. But now it's more of like, again, what we say, like the ESPNs or some you see on TV where it's like it's all green screen, but the person watching like, whoa, things are moving mm-hmm. and it's a different scene. So um, now going into Unreal Engine, mm-hmm. I know we kind of talked about, too, we have some sensors and some hubs. Right now, your workflow is more so we're recording on camera in front of green screen, but then you have the keyframe and everything like that mm-hmm. in post-production, and that's time, and time is money, as they yes, all say. exactly. So I'm excited to see what we can do with those sensors, because I think you mentioned with doing that, we can you know potentially start, well, we will start working in real time, so when Cy creates a scene, then that's going to be the scene that we're actually walking in and seeing in real time versus have to do on post-production. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, how it works is those HTC Vibe trackers, you mount them up, and then you put uh, you know, another tracker on the actual camera. Yeah. And it saves all that data in Unreal, so you don't have to, you know, like what you're saying, keyframing or kind of linking it up afterwards. It's all mm-hmm. right there. So that's going to be really yeah. exciting. So I, I, oh, no, I was just going to say, like, just to kind of reiterate your point, I feel like time is the most important factor in mm-hmm. everything that we do nowadays, whether it's yeah. rendering, whether it's in the content creation aspect of it. Our goal is to reduce the amount of time that we can create this content and be able to, you know, deliver it to the masses in a way. Yeah. So any way that we can be able to cut that down, whether it's render times or to be able to, as you said, get this different sensors so that way you can make your workflow just that much easier mm-hmm. And just make that flow, that your workflow process just smoother. Absolutely. I think that's just all across the board important. Yeah, especially now yeah. that we have this, you know, bad boy here. Yeah, yeah. Insane. Powered by an Nvidia A. That's an A fifty five hundred. But you know, we're we're working on a, a six thousand eight Lovelace. <laughs> yeah, yeah talk to the boss on that one. <laughs> but yeah, and it's great because then again, we're a hardware based company too, and it's great that we can utilize. We're not only just talking about and pushing mm-hmm. a product through our content but we're actual users Mm -hmm. of it so like that system there is our latest build that we did which is going to be the system we're using with unreal engine so then that way we'll have the sensors and everything connected to it and if you're not if you're just listening to this on the podcast definitely check out the youtube channel because you can see the system we're talking about Mm -hmm. um I built it. I love it. I went for like the stealthy look, and I feel like we accomplished yeah. it. Just yeah. nice, clean, it nice. and it, it's powerful. Um, I remember when we got all those parts, yeah. and it was like it was just it was like a birthday present. <laughs> it was amazing. Right. I, know, so I was like, "What is this?" Like, "Oh, this is going to be our new editing station, yeah. and you can you know, like, you'll be able to render out even faster." Insane. And um, yeah, well, we'll do everything in real time. So not seeing even the eighth. 5500 can definitely do it, um, but I'm just excited to see that leap into the Ada generation because me being more of a product head, mm-hmm. like I know, again, that leap from Ampere base to Ada mm-hmm. is like up to two times the performance. So I'm interested right. to see how Psy is using the 5500. Mm-hmm. Then we jump up to this Ada and see how that kind of cuts into rendering times and all that because, again, that's huge for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're taking even 40 minutes out of post-production, right. oh, yeah. that's more rendering time that's and huge. then just more content or more time for us to generate and create content. So mm-hmm. looking forward to that. Absolutely. 
So going back into Unreal Engine, Sai, um, so how was that actual course like? I know it was a couple of week process. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, it was an eight-week process. Uh, it was with CG Pro. Shout out to those guys. It was a great course. I mean, it was pretty intensive. Uh, five hours, uh, five hours a day every Sunday, mm. two hours on Wednesdays, and then Fridays they'd have like a guest speaker or something like that. Mm. Nice. I mean, it was intense, but it was great, and it kind of you know pushed me to get more into it. Like I knew Unreal was kind of where the industry was going and where we should go, mm -hmm. but it's always kind of been in intimidating when you're you know, jumping into something new. Right. You know, I've worked in After Effects, I've worked in Cinema 4D Blender, but Unreal is just like its its own, you know, yeah. animal beast. I mean, Unreal, I know, is, is for gaming mostly, but more and more filmmakers are getting into it and using it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, so, like, what were your courses like specifically? Like, did they have you, like, what were the projects? Did they have you, like, one day to say, like, hey, create this avatar in Unreal Engine, and then the next day create a scene, or, like, what was that breakdown like? I mean, throughout the, the whole course, you're supposed to be working on like your thesis film, which is a, like mm. a 60 second kind of overall capstone video. Okay. And each week would cover, you know, one week they'd cover lighting, one week they'd cover rendering, one week mm. they'd cover, you know, animating and stuff like that. There's just so much to it. I mean, mm. even after eight weeks, I, I'm still like Googling things, yeah. and reading manuals and all that stuff. So you know be really cool. I don't know if this is something we can do in Unreal Engine, but a piece of content came to mind here right now. Like <laughs> I'm always yeah, I'm I was always thinking thinking about the content. So like like I, I think it was GTC. Remember at the end of GTC, like um, Jensen kind of opens the door in his avatar, and it's like in the server room, and then also mm. I forgot the what song. The... Yeah, it was like yeah. the bob bobblehead, bobblehead like yeah, yeah. type of avatar, but then he mm. like opens the server room, and it's all quiet, and he shuts it, and then it starts partying, and servers are moving yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like that'd be cool. I don't know if that's something we do in Unreal, but yeah, we're a little far away from that, but we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll get there eventually. All right, that's <laughs> all right. That'll be next year. Get some time. You know, we're gonna focus on one thing at a time. <laughs> never say never. No, exactly. We'll definitely get there. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I, and I guess in terms of, you know, we, we dabbled into, like, this room. Again, if you're not – if you're more of a visual person, you can check it on YouTube. Like, this room was originally our, you know, main video room. Mm -hmm. You know, it was a stagnant wall. You know, looks great here. Mm -hmm. By the way, we can control the lighting, bouncing off it like we are here for the podcast. But, again, I think uh, one of the interns actually asked is, like, you know, what was – one of the things you faced in terms of, you know, production and everything and mm -hmm. not, not to stay stagnant. Like how do you, you know, stand out, I guess, from the rest. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that whole virtual production, mm -hmm. uh, again, I, I love your idea of doing like some type of behind the scenes of the equipment we're using, show them the new room. But yeah, we have a full wall now. So we have multiple people out there being filmed at the same time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Sai can start a video off and then pass it off to you and me right. and we're in different environments and all that. So that's, that's going to be exciting, and that's what mm -hmm. I'm really, really, really looking forward to in terms of our next step in content creation. Yeah, yeah. Just to even be able to test the limits, because um, I know one of the ideas that we had spoken about in the past were just to be able to discuss the different markets that we are attuned to when it comes to PNY, and to be able to show it in real time, too, when we're saying, like, hey, this market is geared towards... Um, uh, m and &E, you know, media and entertainment. We can show us, you know, in the studio room, creating that entire process, dealing with different doctors or the um, or educational side of things. You can mm. show it in the different aspects in where we're in the studio, but, you know, you can control the environment around it to make it look like we're in a school, to make it look like, uh, you know, we're on a different type of production set. You know, you can go in depth with this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're walking the walk. Like, we're using mm -hmm. the, the products that the industry is using and going that way. So mm -hmm. in virtual production, people are using, you know, 
our products and th these kind of products to pull it off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think going to that point too, that's like something we have on our wish list and like something we're going to create is just, again, it can be one of us like walking and like Jerome starts off and like, hey, this, you know, 6000 Ada is great for media entertainment. Then Psy comes in and also it's good for 3D design. Yeah. And then it's good for manufacturing because again, these products touch so many different mm -hmm. markets and industries mm -hmm. right. that, you know, AI training, you know, high performance computing, data center, mm. all this stuff plays a big part in it. So, um, yeah, that, that's actually gonna be a good video. We're gonna have to add that to the list. Yeah, so absolutely. Stay tuned, everybody. I promise <laughs> exactly. you that's gonna we'll come out. <laughs> we'll put that on our little Make sheet of uh, ongoing ideas and, and our, our never ending video yeah. list ideas. Exactly. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah. So we, we talked about, you know, virtual production. We talked about our content creation, you know, kind of your process behind these classes and everything like that. So I'm really looking forward to getting Unreal Engine as a team here and yeah, seeing what we absolutely. can do, um, you know, going forward, short form content and long content, you know, mm -hmm. virtual events now taking them to from a green screen to um, Unreal Engine. So I'm looking forward to that. Thank you for your time. Just yeah, joining us on the episode. Thanks for having me. We yeah. appreciate it. All right, Jerome, so tell everybody where they can find us. You can find us at PNY Pro on all social media accounts, and you can find us at your favorite podcast platform at Spotify, at Apple Music, as well as SoundCloud. Great. Well, again, thank you all for tuning in, and make sure you uh, stay tuned for the next uh, PNY Pro podcast. All right. Until then, we'll right. see you in the next episode. Take care, guys. Take care. Yeah.